Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Fika Brunch and Business Podcast. Or is it Business and Brunch? We can never, <laughs> yeah. we can, can never figure it out. We'll, no. uh, we'll Hello. Learn um, I think we should begin by saying apologies that it's taken us this long to record another episode. Um, yeah, it's not like we've been busy, is it? No. <laughs> you know, life's just got in the way, but yeah, we're really looking forward to catching up on some podcast recordings over mm. this period, um, which I think leads quite well into what today's topic is. What was today's topic? <laughs> it was about, oh, it was about lockdown. Yeah. So, so yeah, so anyone who is in the UK with us mm. um, will know we are back in lockdown, um, in a nationwide lockdown. Um, this is the, I think we've just done, no, so we're just coming to the end of the first week of it, so we've got yeah. three weeks to go, we've got this. I'm feeling like, I don't know about you, I don't know about you guys, but I feel okay about it. I don't feel like three weeks seems a crazy... I don't know, I feel like the first week's gone quite quickly anyways, but we've been doing some stuff We've been doing bits here and there. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know, like the first lockdown was kind of similar for me, and then it came up to two weeks, and then two weeks I really started getting a bit restless. Like the first week was really quite nice to like have a rest, but then after that it started getting a bit much for me. So I don't know if that's going to happen again, yeah. I... See, the first... I think the first one was very different because it was so indefinite and it mm. was so... It just went on. It seemed like every time, you know, it felt like it might be coming to an end, it just got extended, extended. Um, whereas I feel like this one... I mean, obviously, we don't know what's going to happen come December, but I feel like this one feels a lot more definite and with a yeah. finishing point. Like, there's light at the end of the tunnel, you know... It, There's less uncertainty yeah. around it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think... So let's, let's take it back a little bit. Okay. So let's take it back. It's um, currently something like Saturday Saturday afternoon, I think, was when we first heard rumours. Yeah. No, it was, it was before that. I think it was like Friday afternoon because they announced it on Saturday evening. Mm. So it was kind of... It again happened very quickly, I would say. Yeah. Um, we didn't really have, like, thinking back to that Friday, <clears throat> I think Germany and a few other countries got put on lockdown, mm. but we didn't really have a good sense that that's what we were leading up to here. Yeah. Would you say? I think I would say, like, a week leading up to it, it was becoming increasingly yeah. obvious that that's where it was going. But I think before that, because everyone had said, and because they'd introduced the three-tier system, and everyone... I have a friend who's... Um, whose dad is a doctor and he's been monitoring it quite closely and he from the start said that it was he thought it was quite unlikely we would go into a second lockdown yeah um and he thought that it would just be like um local lockdowns which is what they were trying to do um but obviously it became i think increasingly obvious that that's not yeah where we were headed um but i think in saying that I don't think it caught us off guard. No. And it was something that we always predicted would happen. Um, or we're, or oh. more, we're always prepared for happening. Yeah. Even if we thought, oh, it's un- really unlikely. We were always, basically since we took Fika on. It was a scenario we that we planned for. Yeah, definitely. So it didn't really catch us off guard or, yeah. you know, leave us out of the loop or anything like that. Yeah. And so, okay, so then that's then, then the announcement comes in. Everyone's on lockdown, lads. That's what Boris says. 
Mm. Um, <laughs> what was your... And then they announced it that from Thursday, that's when it starts. What was your reaction then? What was your honest reaction? My honest reaction... Honestly, it sounds really awful, but I think... Obviously, I would much rather have Fika open. Like, I think that goes without saying. Mm. But equally, I don't think... I don't think... I think we've been extremely lucky in that we haven't directly been affected by it, you know, financially. Yeah. Or, like, I think we've been so lucky in the position that we are. And I'm aware that that's not the case for every business. So I can't yeah. speak for every business. And I wouldn't... That's true. You know, I wouldn't want to. Um, but we've been very lucky with where we're at with it. And actually, it's given us... You know, my first instinct was, like, it's going to give us time to do all the stuff that we can't either can't do when the cafe's open we put off doing when the cafe's open or stuff that we would have to close at least you know for a day or half a day to get done um so yeah i think my initial reaction was a bit like okay like fine it is what it is and let's let's actually just plan for like getting some stuff done while we're closed Mm -hmm. um yeah I i think very much the same for me again like i think it's important to mention that we are quite lucky. Firstly, we're a little bit off the high street, so mm. our rents are a little bit mm. lower. So we don't have um, a lot of the same costs as, as other businesses yeah. have. Um, and a lot of our costs are, are from wages, which is the thing that's getting covered yeah. by the lockdown. So we're quite lucky in the sense that we're not hugely financially affected no. by it. I mean, we are somewhat, but not to the point where, where we have to seriously worry about it. Yeah. Um, and also we have the thing that we live in rural Rutland, you know, like mm. people here don't, it's not the same as being in London, I would imagine, over a period yeah. like this. Like there's, people here are much more, not relaxed, relaxed not the right, not the right word, but it's, it's very different, I think, being somewhere rural to being in a big city. Yeah, um, that's And true. it feels much less dead and much less mm-hmm. than it does there. So I, th- I do think that's a big yeah factor in it and and so with that in mind with the knowledge that it wasn't going to financially cripple us in mind i would almost i would even go as far as to say that i was quite excited one to have to have a bit of a break because mm. we like we have been going at it pretty hard for mm. the past four months i mean we started off with just doing like seven days a week and we've gradually slowed down a little yeah. bit but I feel like we were we both... haven't really stopped yeah since we took it on like, I think even before that really wouldn't yeah. with you working at Lidl and yeah like yeah. it just hasn't really stopped for us exactly so I think we were both we were both definitely in need of a little bit of a, a yeah. break I would say and I was quite excited to almost be like forced into a break yeah if you know what I mean yeah because I think I I get what you're saying and also I think if you know obviously we could take a week off here or a week off there whatever but there's always the fear and almost like the worry of what's going on when you're not there which yeah exactly i think is just something that comes with the territory yeah um whereas with this it's like okay fika's closed we don't actually need to worry about the day-to-day operations of fika for a bit so even like even though we've kept busy and like we've been doing other stuff to do at fika it doesn't feel as it's not like every day you have to be here at 7 30 to open yeah. up the cafe to make sure everything's done <clears throat> there's mm. that element which is taken away from it so you can probably like take your mind off that yeah for a bit so i would say i would say i was i was excited for that and as you said as you mentioned there's so many things that we want to get done 
that's very difficult to do when when you're um, open seven days a week. Yeah. Um, it's almost very difficult to like. I think when you're doing something, it's quite difficult to step back and see all the things, the other things that you need to keep on top of. You know, it's quite difficult when you're mm. doing almost like a job full time to then add on all the other stuff that needs doing as well without it feeling like it's too much and without getting overwhelmed. Yeah. So, and I think that leads us on to like, I suppose a lot of people would ask why we've chosen not to open for takeaway. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, to everyone that asked before we went into lockdown, um, it was... It was a conscious decision. We did go backwards and forwards with it a little bit, definitely, and we definitely talked about like I think there was almost like a bit of FOMO because we we were then like oh you know everyone wants it, everyone's asking us if we're going to be open, and other mm. places are going to be open. Maybe we should open, but actually, you know, financially for it to be viable, we would have to do a lot with and like neither of us are chefs, so mm. neither of us can cook. It's not like we can do food takeaway. Neither of us are bakers. Neither of us can bake. So we would have, there would have to be at least one other member of staff off furlough. Um, and basically we would have to take enough to cover their wage and make it worthwhile opening. Yeah. Um, and I think we just weren't convinced that that would be the case. And um, more than, I would say more than, because I think that we, like, you can never know for sure without doing it. But my feeling is that if we did open for takeaway, we, we would be able to make enough mm. to even make a little bit of profit off the top but but I think for the little amount of profit we yeah. would make the number of things we can do um, by keeping it closed would be so much more beneficial for us in, in future yeah. rather than one month of like running yeah. it through, through I completely agree and I think you know judging from what we did last time obviously when before it was ours but we did take away last time and it was a, it was hard work like it was really mm. hard work it was much harder than i think running the cafe as a cafe yeah running it as a takeaway and actually you know and we were it almost felt like we were killing ourselves for not a lot in return like are you, are you talking about the takeaway where we did takeaway food takeaway food yeah, oh yeah, yeah that was that was that was and dreadful. then yeah i just think it's not worth us you know working so hard on something without getting much in return and obviously it's not just about money there's so much more of it mm. than that but I think that's that's almost what makes us like yeah we could make some extra money or actually we could just stay close for a few weeks and get all the other stuff done mm-hmm. you know almost it's almost like we can get stuff done at a much quicker pace than we would be able to otherwise yeah. because we can just focus on it and get stuff done that would have taken otherwise would have taken four weeks we can get it done in a week yeah because we're not doing anything else so i think it's yeah i think it's this is the right decision for us obviously in saying that it's not set in stone um you know it might come to a point where either if they were to extend the lockdown we would definitely look at doing something mm-hmm. and i think at that point we would both be far too restless to not do anything mm-hmm. um and also, you know, we might decide in a week's time that, okay, we've done a lot of what we wanted to do. Let's let's look at opening up. So, nothing's set in stone for us, and nothing's yeah. off the cards. Exactly. Um, but we're just we're we're. I think we've always been quite flexible, and as we see the situation at the moment, this feels like the right decision for us. But that can change, and our decision yeah. can change. Facts. Yeah. So, so we've talked about um, how 
we've made this decision about mm. staying closed and we've talked about how much stuff we're getting done. <laughs> so uh, what actually are we getting done? So, I mean, should we, we talk a little time? bit about like the three days leading up to lockdown? Actually, and uh, then we can yeah, talk let's, about... Yeah, let's do that because they, they were quite interesting. Yeah, things. I think it's quite important to mention it felt very different to last lockdown last lockdown i remember the week leading up to it was so quiet it was Mm -hmm. the quietest week has ever been um and it was i think there was so much more fear surrounding it and so much more it was so unknown at the time it was so unknown yeah coming to the uk that no one really knew it but everyone was kind of scared of because it was and i think people were I think people were knew how important it was to support local businesses then, but I don't think it was... I think almost the lockdown period, like, really highlighted that for people. Mm-hmm. Um, so this time around was so different. I mean, Monday and Tuesday, I'd say, were fairly normal. Um, yeah. So we went into lockdown, um, just for, like, reference, if anyone can't remember. We went... Thursday was the first day of lockdown. Yeah. Um, so Monday and Tuesday that week were fairly normal, fairly standard Monday and Tuesday um, figures-wise. And then Wednesday was just... Wednesday... We knew Wednesday was going to be busy. And we had yeah. a lot of bookings. But it was... I said to Evo, I had eat out to help out flashbacks yeah. from Wednesday. Because yeah. it just didn't stop. It felt like Christmas Eve... Yeah. Because it was so full on until about three o'clock and then it was empty from then on. Yeah. And I but think... But it was, it was pretty crazy. Yeah. I, I think people basically came in for their last, like, brunch fixes, their last lunch fixes, and then went to the pub for their last pub fix before <laughs> lockdown. Yeah, because I, I remember... Because I came in at 10, so you were working all day mm. with Brooke that day, and I was supposed to be just doing uh, the lunch yeah. shift. And I came in at 10 o'clock, and uh, it was already, like, manic. Yeah. And I, was, <laughs> and I looked I looked in the back, and there were so many, like, pots to do it, and I was like, okay, right, let's get this apron on, let's get, let's get, let's going. get going. And I ended up saying... So lunch shift usually ends at, like, 2.30, um, yeah. I think I stayed till like four thirty. Yeah, you basically stayed till we closed because, yeah. like, it was it was so busy. Which was, it was amazing that people like yeah. almost like people showed up. It almost felt like people show up in solidarity. They're like, <laughs> yeah. "You've got this. Like, we're gonna support you yeah. until we can't." Basically, yeah. they turned. Everyone, everyone like, turned up. You guys turned so up. Nice. It was so nice. To see I quite you. enjoyed that day as well. I enjoyed like, it that was, day. It was quite chaotic. Not but it wasn't that, but, like but out we, of control. I mean, yeah, mm. we did literally run out of like all cake on the counter by like one pm. All, <laughs> like, all the cake was gone. We basically ran out of most of our food. Yeah, we used the last drop of milk for the last coffee that we made. It was like, brilliant. That was it. Was, that was pretty good. Yeah, um, it was. And um, yeah, it was just it was so nice. And we did. Um, we had the options of you could order a tray of cinnamon buns for the last day that our baker was in. So many people did that, which yeah. I was, we weren't really prepared for. Which, again, was amazing. Like, I just think people showed up and people, like, really supported us. Yeah. Um, And that is, like, ever since taking this on, that's been the most, almost, like, grounding thing for Mm -hmm. us. Um, So that was amazing to see. And, yeah. Yeah. Well done. Makes me a bit emotional. (laughs) Right, stop crying. (laughs) This is a podcast. Sorry, Sorry, I'm just going to get it together. Um, Yeah, so let's talk about what we are actually planning to achieve and what we have achieved so far during yeah. lockdown. Um, so there's, there's a couple of bigger projects that have been on our mind mm. for a while. 
and one of those is the kitchen and the other one is the courtyard and starting off with the kitchen we at the moment like this is this is a part of Fika that I guess not many people see. Yeah, and I feel like, like let's not go into masses of I detail won't, yeah, for it, I'll just it's not that nah, interesting, exactly. I think, for people. But basically, long story short, at the moment, it's not laid out in the best way. No. And we want to lay it out a little bit differently so that it makes service a bit smoother, it makes life easier for our mm. chef and anyone that's working in the kitchen. Um, just lay it out in a way that makes a little a bit more, more sense. sense yeah. um, so there's... There's, I won't go into detail about like all the things, but there's like a, moving a few things around, getting a few things installed. That's the kitchen project. Yeah. And then there's obviously, on top of that, to make it possible to move all those things around, there's like bigger problems like plumbing and electricity. Yeah. So that's like the big thing that we... And obviously something like that would mean that we have to close for at least a day yeah when we're actually open so this seems and that's like a day, perfect opportunity and that's a day if we had everything perfectly planned and yeah. everyone that needs to and do something in the kitchen everything. yeah has like turns up at the same time on the same day mm. and so probably you're probably looking at doing it over a period a of time of days at yeah. Least, yeah um so that's a really good one to get done when the cafe is closed yeah and then the other big project that we're um working on at the moment is our courtyard so I think it's. I'm really excited about the courtyard. You're excited, you are. Yeah, I'm, really I'm quite excited. excited about the courtyard. I think um, people. I do think people liked our courtyard before, yeah. like especially with that mirror. Like so many people were like raving people about love that. The mirror. People love the mirror. We'll talk but about the mirror in a sec. We'll talk about the mirror, <laughs> but um, not that there was anything wrong with our courtyard so far. But I think it was never really our style. No. That's what no. I feel, and it was always something that was on our mind that we wanted to put our own personal yeah touch and it on. almost we felt it needed a bit of refining and mm. i almost felt like it wasn't it we didn't make the most of it with what was there and yeah. i think it looked it just looked a bit unloved and i think yeah. it just needed a bit of like a almost like a zhuzh up like, yeah almost like an injection of something like new something different i think we like we tried a few times to like clean it up and you know make it a little bit fresher but I feel like there's only so much you can do with something that's not our style and something that's you know ultimately it's been there for a few years now so it just Mm -hmm. needed freshening up really yeah exactly and so uh do you want to talk about how we uh yeah approached how what did we start doing so um again shout out to one of my friends her mum is a um like a garden designer and project uh, planner for gardens and that kind of thing. So I, I didn't actually know whether she'd be able to help us, but I kind of thought, like, I'll reach out to her, and even if she can't help us, I'm sure she'll know someone who can. So I just sent her a text, and I said, look, like, this is what we want to do. This was before we knew we were going into lockdown, so mm-hmm. I thought this was going to take a while, but um, I just sent her a text, like, this is what we want to do. I don't know if you can help... Um, or if you know someone who can kind of thing. And she was really up for it. And it was it turned out that it was right up her street and exactly mm. what she does. So that was really good. Um, and um, if you want to... I'll actually give her Instagram. If you want to give her a follow, it's Liz... At Liz Catalpa, spelt um, C-A... T-A-L-P-A. Um, and she's... Yeah, she really knows what she's doing. So... 
I think we started, what did we start with? We started, she basically just measured it all up. Um, we talked about, kind of finalised what we want, where we mm-hmm. want it, you know, what we want to change, what we want to bring in. I think where, where Liz was really good is, I think we both had a fairly clear idea of what we wanted anyway. Mm. But it's, it's good to have someone's um, opinion and someone to bounce ideas off of yeah. that deals with that kind of stuff. Yes. Quite often we would say something like, oh, we want this here. And then she would be like, oh, but have you thought about like this? this which we had not thought about and which yeah. was like, it would, it would almost make it so obvious why it wouldn't work. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. And someone who can source materials and can source, you know, plants mm-hmm. and can source furniture, like someone who has an idea where to look. Because, you know, we don't. We've never redesigned mm-hmm. a courtyard or anything like that. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so she was really helpful. She came up with, like, an action plan for us. Um, and we started working on it before lockdown. But I think by the time we started working on it, it was fairly obvious we were going into lockdown. Yeah. Um, so, basically, all we're doing is we've literally cleared out the courtyard um, now. We've sold all the furniture. And how, do you want to talk about how we, uh, how we sold the furniture? Yeah, so we, we just put an Instagram story. I'm sure lots of you saw it. Um, mm. of, um, all the furniture and the mirror just basically saying, you know, highest. We didn't want to put a price on it because well, for us yeah. it's more like what the person who wanted, what it's worth to them. And also, like, I just thought the fairest way would be like because so many people had commented on that mirror before mm. and I think the fairest way rather than us choosing who it goes to would be like to just be like okay here's an here's an auction for the mirror whoever wants it yeah um Best and like I would say like you guys really turned up you guys you? really like, turned you, up you you I had so many messages you don't mess about do you no um so yeah so everyone all of that's gone I think the only thing left is one little table um, I'm probably just going to give that to mum which yeah we might <laughs> just give to our mum um, and then so we've cleared that all out we've cleared out the um, old plants that were there and um, we've we're currently painting it um, and then so it's going to look much fresher we're almost like starting fresh Mm-hmm. Like starting with a clean slate, and then we're just gonna get. I'm not gonna give too much away because I kind of. I don't want. To I was gonna say don't give too much. Yeah, away. so we're just. We've got all new furniture. Um, we're gonna have some cool planting going around. We're gonna. We've got a nice new mirror arriving. It's gonna look, I think, like just much more fresh and quite modern, um, and quite like cool. I think much more our style. Yeah, because I think b- before it was like a little bit antiquey. Yeah. A little bit antique roto kind of vibe. Yeah, which is. Look- not which is great, which all. is great, but not, but not us. Mm. So um, the big reveal is coming on Instagram. We have done a before and after of it. So, um, I mean, it's not finished by any means yet. It's yeah. not even close to finished. But everything's ordered for it, I believe. Yeah. Um, so everything's due to arrive kind of this week or next week, and then we can start putting it together. Um, but I'm really excited for it. I think it's going to look... And I think it's good that... You know, I'm looking forward to people coming back. And even though we've been closed, like, there being, like, a change when mm-hmm. they come back. Because I think it's like, yeah, this oh, welcome back to Fika. Like, it's fresh yeah. and new and This fun. is what I mean. Like, if, we, if we'd opened for takeaways, like, we would just been open for takeaways, then it would have been reopened again and it would have still been the old Fika. Whereas I think it's so much more useful for us, rather than that month worth of takeaways, to close and then for people to come back and be like, oh, wow. They've done something yeah. really cool during this time. Yeah, so really looking forward to that. Um, and then let's just talk about the mirror quickly, because I think we're a bit scarred by the mirror. Oh, are you going to you gonna tell the actual story yeah. of what well, happened yeah. to the mirror? Right, go for it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, I'll, t- I'll tell the story just because... 
I mean, it's it's not even funny. It's just a bit sad, really. Mm. Um, so the person who bid the highest for the mirror got the mirror. Um, one of our lovely customers, um, who I won't name, but I'm sure she knows who she is. <laughs> and um, she's really lovely. We love her. She comes in all the time. Like, we know her quite well. So she got the mirror. Um, I came up, picked the mirror up. Um, and we knew, like, the mirror was not in the best state. Because it's been outside this whole time. Like, it's wood... It was, you know, kind of quite chipped at the bottom, definitely needed mm. repainting. Um, we knew it was a bit rotten at the bottom, but like I kind of thought, you know, needed it just bit. needs dry, uh, to dry out and a bit of TLC and yeah. it'll be fine. Um, but <laughs> so they took the mirror home and sadly did the mirror, so the back of the mirror, which is where the glass is, because it's an antique frame, so it's not actually, it didn't come as a mirror, it came as a frame. And they oh, mounted right. the mirror onto it, onto like a back, and then stuck it onto it. Um, so it didn't quite make the journey, um, and the frame and the mirror came apart. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know exactly how bad it is, but we feel a bit bad about that. So, um, is it? Do you know if it's salvageable? Has she said whether whether it's salvageable? I, um, I think to an extent, probably. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So to anyone who missed out on the mirror. Don't feel too bad, because yeah. it turns out that the mirror is probably quite a big project. Yeah. Probably bigger than... Um, but the glass is all still intact, and that's usually the like, biggest part of the mirror to source, and, you know, mm. the most expensive. So that's good news. Um, but yeah, to anyone who missed out on the mirror, you know, don't feel too bad, because <laughs> <laughs> we probably saved you a job there. Um, but yeah, so we're looking forward to welcoming everyone back. In our nice new courtyard. It's yeah, let's uh, let's not hype it up too much because yeah. uh, next thing you know, we're going to run into some roadblocks. We're not yeah. going to be able to get it done, and then everyone's going to come in and be mm. like, "Ah, where is it?" It might not be finished completely by the time yeah. people come back, but I think it will be. I think we're making good. Pro- I think good we're progress. making good progress. Um, yeah, and I think. Do you have anything else to add? To I would like to say I hope everyone is finding this lockdown okay. Um, I hope no one's struggling too much. I think it's important to place like emphasis on it's quite a tough time, um, mm. and I think it's really important to stay in contact with like friends and family, even if you can't see them. Um, I think it's really important not to like completely isolate yourself and not to talk to anyone. I think like time outside, going on walks or like even exercise outside, is really important, mm-hmm. um, and just talk to people because I think it can be very detrimental to people's mental health um and obviously it goes without saying like our messages are always open mm-hmm. um if anyone ever wants to talk you know i would say yeah even our up. fika messages and even even our, even our personal, personal private, messages yeah private if anyone ever wants to talk to someone you know anonymously and doesn't someone who doesn't know them that well like mm-hmm. we're always here um our door is always well not our door but our messages are always open um, so never hesitate but yeah we're sending you sending everyone lots of love lots of hope that <laughs> come December we will actually be able to reopen who knows mm-hmm. but yeah do you have anything to add? Um, no I don't think so do you want to talk a little bit about um, next week's or next yeah. or the next episode because uh, we promised them something really fun didn't we? yeah so um, we'll just touch on quickly why that didn't happen. Sadly, our friends who were going to... We were going to do a podcast with them. Um, and I think they had 
we kind of told them like it's free reign um, and yeah. for them to do whatever they want and, and they had some really fun plans but sadly when the lockdown got announced they decided to go back to London ASAP because they didn't mm. know like how it was going to be getting back and what all the restrictions were going to be so they had to go back sadly on the day that we were going to record the podcast um, so that didn't happen but I'm sure we'll reschedule it for post lockdown at yeah. some point um, so, and then next week we want to do a Q&A this might not actually be next week. We or it might, might Because we, we might actually do like a few podcasts yeah. in, a, in a week. But we'll see. But we'll... at some point, we would like to do a Q&A podcast. Yeah. So like last, I think last week, some people sent in some, some really good questions. Yeah. Um, and I think we'd like to do a little bit more on that. So yeah. we've posted a little something on Instagram of anyone who has any questions that yeah. they would like us to address. Yeah. Um, just send them in where you know we'll keep it all anonymous yeah um, if anyone has any loosely related fika questions or anything to do with us then let us know and Give we'll answer shout. them we'll, in we'll address them one of the future podcasts yeah lovely stuff thank you all for tuning in thank you and we'll uh, talk to stay you stay safe soon. stay well bye control the virus yeah stay alert <laughs>